Hello and welcome to the table. Today we are talking about new movies, books, and games. Okay. For the year I'm 2022, okay um, unless this gets released really late. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Which I highly doubt. I mean, we've, we've been off on our shit for a while, but we haven't been so far off on our shit that we just like, let's release something a year after we record it. Well, next Halloween we will. Yeah, next Halloween. Two episodes ahead. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. Uh, So you're telling me to cut this conversation. If I'm cutting this conversation, go fuck yourself, John. Fuck yourself hard. (laughs) You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. I won't know until I listen back to it anyway. No, that's the best part, too. Like You have no idea what I'm going to leave in. So, yeah. So I guess let's first start with what is the most anticipated movie in the coming year for each of you. Like, just... Most anticipated. Obviously, a great, a lot of great ones are coming out, but what are you most excited for? The one that I've I've seen that I've been looking forward to. I know might not exactly, you know, be the one everybody's going to agree to, but I already referenced it earlier off camera talking to John. Uh, that would be Avatar Two. I want to see how graphically this thing is going to look. Look, you can't say that that movie wasn't a graphical wonderland. You no, you're right. I can't because I've never seen it. Okay, I've never so. seen it, and I'm fine with having never seen it. And I will die without ever having seen it and be happy. Well, you know what? How about, how about I just so, how about I fix it right there. there? John's fuckery there. No, um, I just I want to agree it. that yes, at the time that it was released, it was very much a well done visual, appealing, visually appealing movie. Yeah, but let mm-hmm. me let me just. Reach out and touch you there, John. Have you seen Pocahontas? Yeah, it's been well. Quite then you've while, seen Avatar. It's the same fucking movie. Have you then seen? Why Dead would I watch Avatar? Avatar? Because it's longer and there's real, you know, the, the war is so much better. Because <laughs> it's sci-fi. Not alien, alien chicks and Zoe Saldana and hair sex and a bunch of CGI and I don't care. Don't get me wrong. I love James Cameron. I do. Huge fan of all the Terminator films, but. I could give a shit less about Avatar. So why? Primarily, I'm I'm the kind of person, and Mike knows this about me, the more people talk up a thing, the less interested I become in it. And so many people were talking so much about this fucking Avatar movie, it just made me want nothing to do with it. And that just blows my mind, that just merely a bunch of people talking about a movie, even though it may be a great movie, has turned you off from the movie. That's like... That's like saying I don't like something just because you. It, it's the epitome of contrarianism, man. It's exactly. <laughs> it's not he is the, case, the contrarian. Though. It's not always the case, though. Sometimes people have, you know, people have talked a thing up, and I've stayed away from it because they've been talking the thing up. And then for whatever reason, I get a wild hair and try it out, and I end up legitimately enjoying it. I'm not saying that I'm always in the right in that regard. It's just the way that I'm wired. The more people try to beat me over the head with a thing, the less interested I become in it. So what you're telling me is if I just start fucking just mail you a hard copy of Avatar and, and start mile bombing you with Avatar, you're not going to watch it. That's your wasted money. <laughs> it's like, so I'll, I just need I'll to trade like, those in and get store credit somewhere and use it for things I actually want. <laughs> so I just need to start talking a whole crap load about like For Honor. And how it's the greatest game ever, and all that stuff, and then you'll slowly no, just at that point. Hate it. <laughs> at that point, the uh, the damage is already done. I'll just agree with you. <laughs> mm. 
It's got to be a new game. So this is my opportunity to ruin a new game for you for like the rest of time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's basically that's that's agreeing with the Ring is the best thing already, in the world. I've already <laughs> seen Pocahontas. I've already seen Fern Gully. I don't ever need to see Avatar. They're essentially the same thing. Honestly, I think Aaron, me, and you need to do this social experiment. See if we can get John to stop playing a game. Like, see if we can get him to just not play a game. And it's got to be one that he's actually interested in before we start this campaign. And yeah. we can see if it actually works. And we just ruined John's experience of a game. <laughs> I have to get a lot of people in his life on board. I'm going to have to talk to Seth, see if we can get the word on his end that we're going. Do you like, like the what? dedication that we're putting towards? I, like, look, I got family experience. up there. I could just start rumors all over the place up there. <laughs> the amount, of, the amount of stuff you're willing to do just to try and make my life a little more miserable is kind of like. Well, no, this isn't making you miserable. This is just a social experiment. I mean, you've already admitted to if if there's enough pressure, enough talk about something, you just don't want to deal with it anymore. It's like oh, we'll look at this game and be like, "This is a game John will like. Let's make it so he'll never play this game ever." It w- it won't matter, Aaron, because games that I like, you have absolutely no interest in whatsoever. Why do I know that? Because every multiplayer game I own, I play by my damn self. It, and exactly. I play them with you. That, that look, that's that's the point. So if Aaron likes it, it must not be the game for John. <laughs> we already did it, Aaron. We win. <laughs> we haven't even done it. We win. Good job. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, yeah, anyway. All, all that notwithstanding, Mike oh, stoked about Avatar 2. Oh, yeah. Yes? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yes. I didn't even know, like, why. I don't know why they would do a sequel to that movie, but I don't know how the original movie ended, because so, like I said, I've never I'm seen gonna, it. I'm going to so give you the premise that I have so far from watching a few of the, <clears throat> few of the trailers, which the trailers, I'm not going to lie, look fishy as shit. I don't think they're <laughs> official trailers, because it looks like they're taking scenes from fucking Aquaman. Or you think they're fan-made trailers? I think they might be, and somebody's just using them because they're there. But James Cameron has admitted that it is coming this year. He's he's already openly said it's it's that's what he's trying to do is push for this year. But, I believe December, right? Yeah, I believe so. I'll have to double check it, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. Uh, but no, it it it's all supposed to take place underwater this time around, and the humans are coming back with a bigger force. Because you know, oh, it's, it's why let the monkeys win? I guess it's still the same species and all that. Then it's still the Navi. It's not like anything different tribe, probably. No, as I far as I know, it's going to be the same character as well. Huh? Well, because that tribe was all flying creatures, right? There was tribes of horse creatures. You got yep. there once the, the creature they paired with. So there was obviously an aquatic one, and that'd be a chance to make a new tribe. True. And I mean. We we already saw how uh, I don't even remember the fucking name of the planet at this point. Been so long. Pandora. Yeah, there you go. I mean, Pandora oh, during the daylight looks just like a fucking forest, and then nighttime it's like this fanciful fucking wonderland where everything glows. For a movie I've never seen, I sure do know a hell of a lot about it. Oh, well, because it's a people. cultural phenomenon. <laughs> must be all it's the like people talking, knowing about like the pyramids in Giza. Because people like wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. The Great Wall of China. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows that it exists. It knows no, there's, some people, there's some people I know that would hear something like the Great Wall of China and then ask where it is. <laughs> no, that's, that's not an unfortunate thing. 
That just tells you which ones you need to avoid. So it's the Great Wall of China, right? Where is that? Like, that's in Africa somewhere, right? No. You no, just that, you that, just that point, you know. that's when you say, uh, yeah, and I'm offering you a rental on a, a, a space of its. And, you know, it's like I've got waterfront property in Arizona to sell you. Well, but that's like that's like the whole conversation about Trump and the border wall and that whole thing. And I was like, you know, China will tell you building a wall doesn't work. They'll just go around your fucking wall. <laughs> I mean, it takes them longer, but eventually, yeah, they'll go around. It didn't work. It didn't work for the Chinese. The Mongols still invaded. Why the fuck would it work to keep Mexicans out? <laughs> why do these Chinese always got to be or why do these Mongolians always got to be breaking down a Chinese man wall? <laughs> ne- never mind that planes exist now, but... <laughs> True. But that's yeah, a whole that's a whole different can of worms. That's a whole that's a whole another thing. Um, as far as like games and things like movies and games that I've been looking forward to or that I'm excited about. So just a movie for the moment, like the movie you're most excited about. Uh, this is gonna sound really stupid, and people are gonna give me shit about it, and if my listeners want to give me a hard time. That's fine. Um, but I'm actually really stoked about the new Doctor Strange movie. Huh? I would have thought for sure your choice would have been Sonic the Hedgehog too. Well, I mean, everyone knows I love Sonic, and that's well, going to be a great movie regardless. But Yeah, well, if you could only watch one was, movie this year. If I could only watch one movie this year, I would shoot myself, because there are so many good movies coming out. I know, well, that's, that's, that makes it tough. That's why well, you, contrarians are just going to be before. contrary. Don't bother. No, no, hold on. You're telling me if I can only watch one movie for the year, right? What movie is that going to be? Well, to be fair, okay... I love Jim Carrey and always have. His portrayal as Robotnik was great. So I will I will be seeing Sonic 2. That is guaranteed. I will be going to see that in theaters. I'm going to have a good time with that regardless. The yeah, fact Knuckles that they got Idris Elba to do Knuckles is sweet. Yeah. You know. But I the question then becomes do I think I'm going to have a better time seeing Sonic 2 or like Doctor Strange? And I'll be honest, I think because Doctor Strange is going to feed into other MCU movies, I will end up enjoying that more. Now, Sonic does that mean I'm alone in the Sonic, so you're guaranteed that you're going to enjoy that, but you feel yeah. like because Doctor Strange is expanding the MCU universe, that that's inherently also worthwhile. Yeah, I'm not necessarily going to walk out of Sonic 2 with this thought in my brain of what are they going to do next. I know I'm going to walk out of that with with Doctor Strange. I know walking out of that movie, I'm going to go, oh, man, they've introduced the multiverse and like Kraven the Hunter's a thing now and like, you know, or whatever. I don't I obviously don't know. They've hinted at Kraven the Hunter a couple of times, but. uh, And then so many people want to see the rhino in in another Spider-Man movie, (laughs) Paul Giamatti's rhino. I don't know. I personally, I love what they've done in the MCU with like Spider-Man and stuff like that. And Doctor Strange was great. I honestly was kind of apprehensive when they cast Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange initially, but he's still fucking terrific that it's awesome. And the fact that they're making the what if stories canon to the MCU films and introducing us to the evil Doctor Strange and what if. Slight spoilers for the Marvel What If series. Um. You know, that's going to be interesting, but that's that's what's got me excited about that. The amount of things that are going to be expanded upon and introduced with the with the interest in the Sonic 2 movie purely being things that I already know are going to happen. 
I already know Knuckles is in the movie. I already know they're introducing the Chaos Emeralds. I already know that Eggman comes back. I already know these things happen. And are they going to be fun? Am I going to enjoy them? Of course I am. But I'm not going to walk out of the theater with new revelations and go, oh, that's cool. I wonder what's going to happen. No, because you, know I mean? you're, you already know enough about the least everything Sonic that you're not going to be left in the dust. That's true. But people that don't know about that series are going to be like, holy shit, what are they going to do next? I mean, yeah, a that's hardcore M- MCU universe related fan probably has a lot of that stuff locked down for Doctor Strange and all that. For uh, any walking, way. walking out of any MCU movie with Seth, I get to learn a lot of interesting things I didn't know. Yeah. So. All <laughs> right. So, Mike, Avatar 2. John, it's a toss-up between Sonic 2 and Doctor Strange. No, you forced a conversation about Sonic 2 out of that. Uh, well, okay. Well, I mean, I'm just, I just wanted to get your most, the, the movie you're most looking forward to. And you were really, you were really, and then you were like, well, it's Dr. Strange. I'm like, really? You're not looking forward to Sonic. I just, it just blew my mind. That's all. As far as, as far as most looking forward to though, like that's, I'm looking forward to it. Yes. But most, I don't know. Mm. But carry on, Aaron, please do enlighten us with your. your Uh, So what about, what about uh, Thor? If you're talking to MCU as a quick thing. You know, I, I haven't been super into the Thor movies. Not like, as much as the Doctor Strange ones? No, I I, well, I think it's the Dark World kind of did it for me. I was like, really wasn't feeling it. Thor Ragnarok was kind of fun. You know, I enjoyed that. And well, Love and Thunder does sound interesting, but... Give me one moment. You said what, woman? I want to see the new Hocus Pocus 2. I ah. didn't know they were making a Hocus Pocus 2. They even put yeah. out creatures this month. Oh, yeah, no, it's a DD Plus exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that that does look like it's going to be fun. Did they have trailers for that last Halloween? I think yes, they did. Okay, so okay, yeah, I think I did realize that was coming. Mm. I think that's going to be fun. It's a good movie, so I'm not sure. It's a classic now. Like everyone knows it. So I live with her, and I had no fucking idea. So (laughs) that that caught me off guard. I'm like, what? You said who now? I mean, you know how YouTube commercials it comes up. Mm. That's true. Actually, Aaron and I don't know because Aaron pays for premium, so I don't get ads in my videos anymore. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? it you know, I never really would have thought about it until it happened. I mean, like, I have, a, like, on the browser, I've got, like, an ad blocker that gets rid of most of those for, like, YouTube. But then I started doing a lot more watching on, like, the phone. And after having watched it on the browser without commercials, I just couldn't deal with it. I was like, nope, not going to have it. Oh. So that was what caused you to make that call. Okay. Yeah. No, fair. Legit. I'm not complaining. Like <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So so for me, it's going to be the new Jordan Peele horror movie that's coming out called Nope. He has been doing some crazy stuff. Yeah. Get Out and Us were both great horror movies. I really liked them. I've yeah. seen Get Out. I haven't seen Us. Oh, no. It's a great movie. You should watch it for sure. So I'm yeah, he's releasing a new one this year and it's, I'm looking forward. To, I think it's got something to do with aliens um um invading like a a, a rancher's place in California or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, cuz I remember the uh the teaser poster for it was just like a cloud and like there was rain 
that like just yeah. only comes in the cloud or something like I that. I remember seeing like a preview where one person had this like really messed up face. Like it looked human, but then there was like more like like real big fangs and like Aaron, that was a mirror. You were just wow. <laughs> 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 So yeah, so no, but I mean, really, when it comes down to it, I mean, like Scream. Uh, I don't know if you knew that Scream's coming is being yeah. making a new one there. Yeah, that's gonna be weird. I, I think yeah, video game movies. I definitely think that the Scream movie is gonna be strange because it's hard to it's hard to envision a Wes Craven property without Wes Craven. You know what I mean? With 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 Wes Craven having passed on. It's hard for me to think that they're going to take a, a franchise like Scream and keep doing it without Wes Craven's input. I wonder if they're going to do another Nightmare on Elm Street then. Um, I don't know that they are just because the last one did so poorly. And I, I'd like to talk about that around Halloween, like if we get around to doing like a, a review of Nightmare on Elm Street, because I love those movies. Oh, they are. But, they're great movies. Pretty campy, but, though, uh, towards the end. Well, like well, camp, though. Yeah. Like, let's... People give me crap. Like, Seth gives me no end to shit about it. I like my movies with a healthy helping of cheese. I like stuff to be a little cheesy. It's fun. Um, you know, and I like campy and, you know. I mean, that's for sure. But, I mean, the, it, it's, not, it's not so much a horror movie at that point. It's just okay. a movie with horror trappings. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm going to throw this one out there. Aaron, you already put out movies. Does anybody have a TV series they're looking forward to? Because I have one. And y'all better fucking know what it is, or I'll strangle both of you the next time I see you. Trying to pick a TV because most of us watch stuff on streaming services now. So like, yeah. what all's coming out? What series. all's coming out new? I'm saying series in general, because I mean, yes, we are watching them mostly on streaming services. So a series. It doesn't have to be a TV series. I'm just stating in general a series. Yeah. The right. boys has an animated series. Right. That I'm right. About. Am I right? <laughs> I, I everybody went at once, even Katie. Oh, I said it's love time. after lockup, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good try. Hey, thanks, though. Good try. Listen to this guy. No, uh, the boys is doing an animated series that I think is really? going to be cool because like, I really enjoyed the boys. And... Is Invincible Invincible's next season's coming out too? Oh, yeah. I'm That's stoked gonna... about a new season of Invincible. Gonna it's going to be dope. Wild. Season one was crazy. Season two <laughs> was fucking ridiculous. But yeah, no. I don't, it'll be difficult for them to hit the same kind of feels um, with the first episode of season two as they did for the first episode of season one. Only because people who watch season two know what they're getting into now, and anybody yeah. who doesn't, anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about vis-a-vis Invincible, if you have an Amazon Prime account, just watch the first episode. And when I say that, I mean watch the whole thing, even past the credits. Yes, even past the credits, especially past the credits. As a matter of fact. The part after the credits is probably more important than the rest of the episode. Yeah. It's weird because Invincible really has very impactful moments in like their after credits scenes, which is what you normally don't see. But yeah. sort of like an MCU movie where they, you know, do shit at Those the end and it hints to where I mean, they're going. You know? This was something that impact well, I guess I guess that's a that's a good point, right? I mean, tiny clips in the MCU movies, but they did have far reaching effects sometimes. Oh yeah. Usually they were just putting out the next movie though. This was like the plot point of the entire first season. I mean, Mm. how long did it take for people to realize there was a clip at the end of the first Iron Man that hinted to the Avengers? It was like a fucking almost a year. 
But that's because, like, at that point in time, because this this is now a trope now. It's something that everyone knows about. But at that point in time, like, you went and saw the the first Iron Man movie in theaters. The credits rolled. You got up and left. Now, I'm the yeah. kind of person where I'm not in a huge rush to get up and leave the theater anyway because I know everyone else just got up and walked out. So leaving the parking lot's going to be a fucking nightmare. So I usually sit for a little bit and watch some of the credits anyway. So for me, like, oh, there's a scene at the end. Oh, check that out. That's cool. Oh, they're hinting at the Avengers initiative. The Avengers is going to be a thing. Oh, that's wicked. Holy shit. Nick Fury is, is Samuel L. Jackson. Who Does that mean he's going to say okay. motherfucker a bunch? Like, <laughs> I mean, well, it's not just that, but he's Mace Windu. He, he's fucking, you know, Nick Fury. He's, he's been shaft. Yeah. I mean, if you need a badass black dude with no hair... There's your guy. Like, yeah, that's that's pretty much the the be all end all of badass black dudes with no, no hair. Yeah, yeah. Like Samuel L. Jackson is your guy if you if you need that stereotype. Like, Until he, Idris Elba goes bald, and then Samuel L. Jackson's gonna have a problem. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna be out of a job pretty quick. <laughs> but no, mine. My, my look forward to is yes, the Halo franchise, obviously, because God. Damn it, that was- Paramount Plus Halo show. Um, I, I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do with it, honestly, because I've already seen people up in arms. Like, fan bases, and I say this as a member of quite a few fan bases myself, fan bases are the worst. Bro, like, I mean, if you think about it, the fan base jumped all over the people trying to put out Sonic, and they had Sonic remade. They did they the same thing. They bullied the filmmakers into redoing all the CGI in Sonic. They already I mean, you can't say that you weren't glad that they did, though. Oh, I absolutely was. That was a nightmare. It yeah. was horrible. They, they turned around and did the same thing with Cortana. They jumped mm. all over them with the way Cortana looked. Now she looks ve- fucking way better. Did they change it? Really? I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah, they said, as far as I know, they're going with the change. So they are going to uh, revert to closer, not exact, but closer to what was uh, depicted as a change. But, eh, that's not right. I mean, I'm the Halo guy. I'm always going to be the Halo guy. I mean, I've got four more credits. I think I'm just going to buy more Halo books. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so if we're talking TV series, another one that'd probably be up your alley is uh, I got a list of a fair amount of uh, manga that are being translated to anime TV shows. This this year. Yeah. How many of them are isekai? Uh, two? Maybe? She professed okay. herself pupil of the wise man. Uh, yep. Give him the rest of them. He's not allowed to watch anymore isekai. He's reached his isekai <laughs> limit. <laughs> the strongest sage of disqualified crest. Uh, wait, you said disqualified? Yes. And Wait a minute. This is supposed to be translated Run, run this by me. What was this list for? New anime. So, and I know what you're thinking. There is one that's like this. I think it might be different. Maybe. Because it have- came up on the list, and I'm like, this this doesn't track. I thought this was... But then when I read the description of the plot, I think it might be a different one, which is a very, very similar name. Search... spinoff series, yeah. Find an image search for it. Screen share. I'll, I'll tell you. I've watched both. The pupil one, I'm already. I just watched the new episode literally today. 
Well, yeah, because it's it's the first season of it, though, right? Yeah, coming come out this year. Yeah, dropped, and I just watched that. The strongest stage of disqualified crest because there is one, an old one, where he like he reincarnates himself, and there's the demon attacks. We talked about this before. No, the that's the one that this one came up, and I think it might be more a he reincarnates in a future where they don't even use magic anymore. They oh, used hold technology. on, hold on. I I hate to interrupt, but just real quick, I just I have to do this. It's it's par for the course now. Did you say reincarnates? No, there's an N in that word. <laughs> Your connection's shitty, man. Just shut up. <laughs> okay, yeah, blame the connection. Oh my God. You're not stumbling over the English language at all. No, I said reincarnated. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what we'll see in the playback, because especially I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, if I say something wrong or whatever, I'll I'll own up to it. Fine. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I did. So this is as bad as gamut and chitin and a host of other well, words. Overall, on well, don't make, us, don't make us break out into melee battle. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Melee. No, um, so if the um, whole melee thing, I wouldn't have known about that if it weren't for an article I read in Nintendo Power around the time. So, like, I, I try to give you a break on that one because it, <laughs> it is spelled exactly like you said it for years. Uh, but well, so were the other ones. <clears throat> decided to spell it, to yeah. pronounce them differently. Well, but... see, like, that, that's, that's Aaron's thing is that. He reads these words in books. You've never heard them said aloud before. So if you've never heard them said aloud before, what, do you, what were we taught? We all grew up learning phonics, you know. Sound it out. What's it sound like? You know, what it sounds like. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, Mike, but fuck you. <laughs> so what else we got? I got in the land of Leeddale. That sound familiar? Uh, Lenadale, I, be, I believe it is. Um, it might be. I might have wrote it wrong. Um, the I'm quitting heroing. Hey, that one, I wanted to... I, I heard about that one. I hadn't actually got a look at it. Yeah, looks good. And then Trapped in a Dating Sim. Oh, yeah, we've oh, seen that. No, Trapped oh. in a Dating Sim we have. That That is new. You're thinking of the villainous one, right? Yeah, she's talking about the villainous one. Which is absolutely terrifying to me. That's season uh, yeah. for that one. Mm-hmm. But trapped in a dating sim seemed interesting. So it's yeah, he's it's like an all female cast, and he's trapped in a like all female dating sim or something like that. I don't know. It would be amusing. Like, do his choices present themselves as bubbles in front of him? Like, <laughs> I think he's. Yeah. Uh, I think um. Um, cause the, the rest of the title is something like, and, uh, and I'm stuck as a mob character or something like that. So I yeah. think he's not even the main protagonist in the dating sim. Whereas I'm he, such an idiot. The only thought in my head is there's an explicit dating sim. He just has to watch it all. I see. No, you're right. In the land of Liddale. Yeah. That looked good. I mean, it's. Season one, episode eight. So it's in progress. Yep, that's in progress. I mean, their seasons start somewhere. I don't know why it says season two. It's not. Oh, I got a new one there. I got to watch. Okay, so I'm. Leave it. Leave it alone, Merida. It's a rat. Leave it alone. Anyway, 
I do. I am watching one that has nothing to do with Isekai, nothing to do with supernatural powers, none of that. Just really, because the, the last season of Bleach came out, so nope. Uh, my dress up, darling. That's what it's called. I've and heard of it. No, you've broken my brain, though. It doesn't seem like something you'd watch. No, it wasn't. Was it like a I, slice of life, or yeah, I was gonna say it oh, seems I, like something I'd watch. It's it's more or less it's a slice of life, but the guy makes geisha dolls. Uh, him his grandfather's teach training him to make geisha dolls. Uh, one of the girls is actually the girl the main that he finds is trying to create a cosplay outfit and has no idea how to use a sewing machine. And she sees him using one and immediately asks him to help her out. He goes overboard. And, like, he's just watching, like, what was it? She gave him both the video games that this character she's trying to play in. Mm. He played through both games and then completely hand-sketched the entire pattern, what to use, how long they are, what should be under it to give it this look, like, the whole nine. And huh. they went through and made the, the outfit. It was, it was pretty entertaining. So now he's got a second person asking the same thing, if he'll make an outfit for her. Sounds like he's really talented. For a guy that makes dolls and doll clothes, he turned around and he made a great cosplay outfit. Well, a lot of those skills intersect. Yeah, I would think that they would kind of, yeah, there would be some overlap there for sure. Mm-hmm. He, do, he does actually go through and explain. He's He even did her makeup because he's applied makeup to the dolls. He's done, He you know, as the age progressed, the dolls started to change. They use more color. They use more makeups. Uh, they're using fake eyelashes. To give the character, you know, the doll's better looking facial structure. So he knows how to put her eyelashes on for this costume and everything. Sounds interesting. So yeah, I, I honestly, yeah, if if you get the opportunity, it, it's a slice of life, but it's it's amusing. There's a lot of funny points. It might be an, it might be an entertaining watch, and like you know, I love those slice of life shows. Well, I love them because they're funny. He's he's basically a loner, and this is this is the first time he's really getting close to people. And it yeah. turned out to be one of the cuter girls in class. So it's actually pretty funny. Just watch him freak out all the time. Him taking her measurements was hilarious. <laughs> Which is why he was going overboard. Because he's like, oh shit, this cute girl's talking to me. Yeah. Well, no. That was just naturally what he does. Like, the second one, she's like, uh, she told him what, you know, which character she wants to portray. This girl gave him all the animes. He's already watched it. This he he sends her the clip and the the file and it's like all the same thing all the cutout measurements everything it was hilarious she's like you did all this by hand this quickly he's like yes they just he just falls into it he's actually really good mm. his grandfather said he was it he did a face he's like this looks better he hasn't touched his brush in weeks but he's doing better than beforehand because yeah, he, you'd be surprised. Yep. It, it's stretching a new set of skills can help improve old skills too, because you learn new techniques, yeah. especially when they're so related. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, the, right. one, the one that I have that's, Oh, actually I have one for that one too. So the one with the, the crest thing, what was the name of yours? It says the strongest age of disqualified crests. This one is the strongest sage with the weakest crest. So yeah, like I said, they're really close. 
Yeah, so yeah, I, that, was, that was the one you guys were talking about like last week or the week before or whatever it was. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, the strongest sage of of disqualified crest, but it's really and it's on Netflix. It's on net. Okay, hold on. You've broken my brain. This is why I like having a smart TV. I can just jump over to it real quick. Which is weird. I have Crunchyroll. I have Fundimation, and she watches fucking anime on Netflix. What is going on here? All Some right, stuff maybe. is exclusive to Netflix, though. Like that's why I that's why I have Netflix. Yeah. Some content is exclusive to Netflix, and that's the only place you can see it. And they've done some things I wanted to see. The Ultraman um, show is exclusive to Netflix. That was badass. Castlevania uh, was fucking wicked awesome. I wouldn't trade that for the world. I like the one hundred. One hundred is cool. That was I a personally. Great show. I like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina myself. It actually got me into the comic, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I also watch um, The Outlander. That's another new series mm. I can't wait to watch. And made, They did a couple uh, Ghost in the Shell shows and things like that, and that's right yeah. up my alley. We were just talking about that, Aaron and I were, before we started recording. I probably watch just about every anime they have on Netflix. Okay, I'm gonna have time to use a VPN to go to other countries and find some of the shit they don't have. It just keeps bouncing back and forth between, oh, it's disqualified crest. No, no, it's actually the weakest crest. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it was a new season. Maybe that's why it came up. Could be the minutia in translation too. Sometimes two words are very similar and they get mixed up. Oh yeah. Well, for sure, disqualified and weakest are. I mean, they work interchangeably. Mm. At least in this context. All right. So, what about games? Oh, hold on. Oh, no. Strong a Sage of Disqualified Crest. But it's not showing anything here. It's popping up as a, you know, yeah, a titles related to. Yeah, yeah, when Netflix had seen that, it showed up like that. Um, because when I did the Google search, I realized it's only for Japan. We're not sponsored by Netflix or Google or Paramount+. Great. Plus. I'm going to have to buy a VPN just to see this thing? Or, I mean, I think the easier thing would just be to watch it online through some other anime. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because, I mean, if you, if you watch it, it via VPN, it will be in Japanese and you don't speak Japanese. Yes. It might not even have, well, probably wouldn't have English subtitles either. So, no. No. I tried to watch Shin Chan on Japanese Netflix. That went, went poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. It was, it was fun for the few minutes I tried it. Then I went, no subtitles? Fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> well, that's why you need to learn Japanese. Well, let me know how easy that is, fucking Kochi's there. It's bad enough now. I know the difference between how Japanese and Chinese sounds when they're speaking. I can't understand what they're saying, but I can tell the difference. Well, there's also several different dialects of Chinese, like Mandarin sounds different from Cantonese and so on, you know? Yeah, I think there's um, there's one I started watching that isn't in either. I think it's it's a sub, sub variation, uh, some other language in the same region. It's Korean. No, <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. I'll have to look it up and get the actual language, but I can't find this anywhere. So it's got to be on one of their specific, uh, like I can't stream all of it. Some of it pops up on YouTube. I got to find the rest of it. Mm. Oh, and speaking of, um, speaking of, uh, unique content to Netflix. And I don't remember if I talked to you guys about this or not, but just in case I didn't, I'd like to take a minute to bring up Trese, which is this really cool supernatural Filipino show that I think would be right up Mike's alley. And it's definitely worth checking out. A lot of like Filipino folklore and things like that. Yeah. Trese. It's really cool. Drop it in the, um, in the homework. Chat. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll do that. But uh, yeah, as far as that goes, um, that's TV shows and things that we're looking forward to stuff that we're, we're watching currently or thinking about watching exactly. games news is interesting. Elden ring just came out. I know a lot of people are, you know, stoked about that. Boo. Was it, is it that bad? Well, no, he's just, okay, it's he's fine. just giving it's it shit because it's a dark game souls like game. You like Dark Souls, then I'm sure it's you know I'm sure it oh. just flips your lid, but it's not not for me. It's not just that it's Dark Souls though. People are stoked because it's it's a From Software Souls like game with Hidetaka Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin, who we all know from Game of Thrones. So it's a it's a Dark Souls game written by George R. R. Martin. I mean, you lost me at Dark Souls games. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm what I was going to say was that for people who are fans of Game of Thrones, Dark Souls, or both, there's something to like in this game. And unlike other Souls games, it's actually an open world like RPG type game that encourages exploration and things like that. So Did you happy? No, I haven't had money for like the longest oh. time. Because so. I know I know you're you're down for those things. So I've been broke as shit for for the past couple of weeks. I've worked overtime the last couple of weeks now, so though I should have a decent check. And once I get things paid off and taxes, I'm I would like to get a copy. Yes. So I mean, if you're talking games that have been uh, we've been aware of for a very long time and are releasing this year, um, I gotta mention instead Starfield. Hmm. Bethesda's uh, new, right, new right. game. Yeah. I remember hearing about it. I couldn't remember the life of me. I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of previews, but I heard it's releasing this year. So, I guess we're going to have to do some homework on that one because if it's if it's a reasonable game, I'd love for us to do a, like, a first stream, all three of us at the same time. That's, that's, I'm pretty sure it's not multiplayer. definitely different and interesting. But yeah. I'm, I mean, I know it's not going to be multiplayer, but... Having all no, three of us playing, playing at the same yeah. time, streaming our, you know, streaming it would just be fucking hilarious. Can't say it wouldn't be. Skyrim in space. He's eating me. Why? Like, <laughs> a Chuck, one for your. I can't um, find anything. Where is where is the? <laughs> one for your wife that I'd seen in the articles. Uh, Slime Rancher Two. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got, huh? I, yeah. I mean, but. I, oh yeah. <laughs> Some of more interesting to me is uh, Dying Light 2 and it's already out and I was watching a guy live the other day for like two hours so like the the storyline the, the 
game picture. It's it's cool. Yeah, I like the new moves they give your character, and you can use a paraglider, and it's fucking awesome. Han, does it show that 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 darks the 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 uh, dying light two is actually multiplayer? Yeah, it is. It is. Yes. Maybe that's our next one. Because I think that would be kind of fun. We've, I mean, I'm pretty sure all of us have played, you know, Dying Light One. Yeah, I have. Yeah, John, John, I believe has too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know John has. Me and him have taken turns playing baseball with zombies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the first game I bought for uh, for Xbox One, which was Mike's suggestion, actually. Yep. And and I'm not gonna lie, finding the XP caliber just to give them that home run hit. Yeah. Yeah. I was making zombie bottle rockets. I'll admit it. Oh, there's so many clips in in Mike's Xbox of just sending zombies to flying. Yeah, like if you if you clip the ones with the gas, like the gas breathing tank, you hit the tank and you're using XP caliber. Because the XP caliber throws them, the tank that it starts to hiss, and because they're not on the ground, they just lift into the air like a bottle rocket and explode. It's hilarious. Now, um, as far as games that haven't released yet that I'm looking forward to. I think I mentioned this before, but uh, Gotham Knights. Yeah, yeah, you said. As yeah. as a fan of the Batman Arkham games, I do think Gotham Knights is going to be sick, and it's multiplayer, so that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters because neither of you will play it. But I, what is it? What style of game? I don't it's remember. basically a multiplayer Arkham game. It's like third person action beat 'em up type thing. Oh, okay. some detective work thrown into it. It's did you just say sweet. multiplayer? It's a multiplayer Arkham yes. game. Yeah, that, that works. Yes. How the hell is it's it going to be a multiplayer Batman game? Because like Robin, Robin, and Nightwing? the plot. Look, the plot line of Gotham Knights is that Batman is dead, and that Gotham City is being protected by the remnants of the Bat Family: Nightwing, Robin, Red Hood, Batgirl, that sort of thing. So, so those are your multiplayer characters. Yes, exactly. The, the multiple characters you choose who you're playing as, and there you go. Well, I think I, I, I'm going to call first dibs on Batgirl. Because <laughs> I don't want to be staring at a dude. No offense. I thought he was going to say Red Hood, honestly. <laughs> I mean, if it, well, I'm not going to lie. If it, it literally forces you to use the weapons and utilities that they have, yeah, I'd rather be Red Hood. Yeah, Just that's to be able to be a little more long range. I and, I like playing as Nightwing myself. Uh, that's just from my experience playing the Arkham games. That's always fun for me. And I'll just be some random character. I'll just close my eyes and pick one. <laughs> He's like, "There's a random option, right? Let me just hit the random button and see what happens." Buy it. means so, uh, What are you no, thinking about the movie? I'm sorry. Some of those were words. Like, what'd you say, Mike? I mean, if you if you want to get technical, anytime I buy a game, Katie gets it. Yeah. So at that point, we've got Batgirl right there if we need it. There you go. Like a fill. Um, there's a there's actually a new Batman movie coming out this year too. Oh uh, yeah, the Batman. Yeah, with Robert Pattinson as. Uh, you looking as forward Batman. to that? Huh? Um, you know, a lot of people give it shit because of Robert Pattinson. They think he can't act. But that's because they haven't seen him in anything aside from the Twilight movies. And I, I've I've gotten into it with Twilight fans over the years before. 
I don't care for the Twilight movies. I don't I don't care for the books. I think they're poorly written. But Robert Pattinson is a good actor. I have seen him in other things outside of Twilight and enjoyed him. So the fact that they have him playing Bruce Wayne in this sort of darker, grittier take on Batman, which is kind of weird because we've already done the Nolanverse movies with the dark, gritty Batman. I don't really know if we need to go darker and grittier. How much darker and grittier could you get? Like Bruce goes temporarily insane and kills his own parents. What the fuck? No. Um, uh, what was it? The the Flash. Uh, the Flash version. The, the oh, the Flashpoint Paradox, where it's Thomas yeah. Wayne and Bruce is the one that dies, and yeah, and, and has no problem Joker is her or his wife. Yes, the Joker is Martha Wayne. Yeah. I thought that was pretty fucked up. Because the yeah. two of them react drastically differently to the death of Bruce, yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. really weird and visceral. If you haven't yeah. seen Flashpoint Paradox, it's a great animated feature. It's available on yeah. HBO Max. If you, you want to read the trade comics, those are great too. If you, if you think about it, wasn't it supposed to be a young Joker that was supposed to be the one that shot his parents? That's one of a multitude of possible origin stories for the yeah. Joker. As, at that point, if that if that was supposed to be the one they were going off of, you know, his dad beats the dude to death right there. So you've already lost yeah. the character for the Joker, yeah. which explains why his wife just broke. You just want to you know, your husband so just to indicate that Joker is like a fixed point in reality and must exist. <laughs> well, I mean. In a sense, that's true. For Batman to be, there has to be an opposing force. The Joker is that opposing force. He's Batman, got plenty of other enemies. Batman, in a sense, though, is a fixed point, an immovable object, the paragon of the idea of order. Everything Batman does, he does in order to uphold a certain sort of social order. Whereas the Joker, by contrast, is the, the unstoppable force that meets that immovable object. Joker is chaos incarnate. So the two of them are already diametrically opposed without ever having met one another. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie with, with that, you know, with that flashpoint origin, they're, they're the exact same origin point, literally down to the, to the moment. That is yeah. their origin for both characters. And seeing those two contrasts, that would be pretty interesting. I'd love to see that as a movie. Sorry, I would. That'd be really cool. I'd be down. I mean, I'd be down to see the Flash get a proper movie, honestly, because that's one DC character that hasn't seen a movie. Now we've seen great TV shows. He's been in the Justice League films, which I've never seen, and I'm kind of interested in watching them since it's not going to hurt anybody. Watch the Zack um, Snyder one. The Zack Snyder one is drastically better. It makes way more sense out of a lot of shit. You mean like the 17 hour long cut? Of the Snyder movie, like I think that's the only one they offer now. Me and Katie watched it. Yeah, I mean it's totally worth it. You probably don't realize it, but they are releasing a Flash movie this year. Uh, Seth did just say that in the back that they are releasing a Flashpoint movie, which will be pretty cool. I'd be interested in checking that out. I mean, it's weird because it's it's not the same character as the TV show. Oh, sweet. Michael Keaton's going to be back as Batman? Dude, that's got my nipples hard. I'm, I'm yeah. into it. My, ba- my <laughs> nipples are hard. There we go. <laughs> yes. 
Can we please not have bat nipples? That is like the worst thing Joel Schumacher ever did was bat nipples. Oops. Well, that and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, which my, my buddy Ryan absolutely loves, by the way. That's, that's his favorite Batman movie. Well, I mean, if you I... want to get technical, the two <clears throat> actors, the, the two, uh, there's two actors in that movie that actually went on to be in another movie. Oh, yeah? And both of them are senators. Jesse the Bot of Ventura was one of the guards for Arkham. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was. And then you've got Schwarzenegger. So you had who, them both was, there, and then you had them both. The governor, yes. Yeah. Um, and then you had them both in Predator, and Jesse dies in that one. I'm like, damn, dude, mm-hmm. you can't survive for nothing. That was the uh, I ain't got time to bleed, Marine, right there. Yeah, You're bleeding, well, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> No, but um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out this year, coming down the pipe as far as movies and, and TV shows and games go. There's a lot of cool stuff that's already out that's worth people checking out. Um, I, I just started right. watching the Wheel of Time series on Amazon. That's kind of wicked. Like, that, Yeah, I, I kind of stopped. I wanted to take a break from that so I could get some of my wind back because that is not mm. going the same way the books did. I'll tell you that now. I've only, I've only read the that's first tough. book and like half of the second one. If you want me to get them on Audible so you don't have to read them, let me know. <laughs> I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. Like I I only got through about halfway through the Great Hunt, and I was like, I, I don't know, I lost interest in reading it. Yeah, I would I, like to sit down and read it though. I I, I want to fill my bookshelf proper, so I, I have been buying like actual books. I went through four of those before I realized I did not need to know the grain of the fucking handle of the axe the dude is holding that desperately. Like, he, don't get me wrong. The books are good, but the descriptive it puts a lot of unnecessary in there. It's like uh, it's something I've I've seen that great writers seem to have in common. Robert Jordan does it, uh, George R. R. Martin does it, and J.R.R. Tolkien did it. Just a lot of descriptor, a lot yeah. of description, and a lot of like a lot of information that the reader doesn't necessarily want or need. Yeah, but you're you are building quite the fantasy in the mind. I get that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You could cut back on a lot of that and still have that same feel. Like I said, I don't need to know that that door is pine and it's got a crack near the fucking handle. I don't care. A door. What if that would kick? What if that relevant. What what if that what if the crack near the handle is what makes the door weak enough to kick in so you don't have to pick the lock? If it's a relevant detail, then yeah, add it. If you're yeah. just adding flavor then i don't need it that's what i mean a lot of the some of the shit they're adding is not needed mm. like some of the details well, in in uh <clears throat> in the wheel of time series a lot of the details okay cool uh, that's nice to know about this sword you never need that information again well some of it's necessary for world building and some of it's good for flavor and i i would just like to stress that what we're saying here is opinion at no point am I ever going to downplay the work of authors like Robert Jordan or, you know, Martin or Tolkien. They're legendary. Let me just say, I agree completely. I own the books. I'm buying them on Audible. I am supporting these people. I might not like the way they write. I'm still there. I'm still reading them. I'm still listening to them. Mm. Well, you still want to know how the story ends, you know? Yeah. That's what that's what counts. And 
I think uh, with that point made, like just to get back to the overarching thesis of the whole thing, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out this year. There's a lot of cool stuff that's already out to be enjoyed. If you've got something that you want us to see that maybe we haven't talked about yet, feel free to bring it up on our Facebook group, which we've now recently found out has just recently been unprivated, so you can actually join it. Um, yeah, you know, drop us a message here. Yeah, yeah, we're opening up the the Discord for the table to people so that they can jump in and add to- you know add potential topics and things like that. Yeah, I um, mean, we we did go through a little bit of an issue, a little snafu a couple of days ago, and a little bit of a hiccup. Yeah, yeah, we turned. I ended up turning everybody into admins, so we don't have that issue now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a new uh, new system and new setup for us, so we're doing a lot of things differently now. But um, yeah, I would encourage you guys come check us out, join the Discord, you know, uh, send invites to your friends, join the Facebook group, talk about potential topics you want to hear about, stuff you want to know. Feel free you know. to scramble us on YouTube. We have a presence there now. Tell us how much we suck. I'm okay with that too. I'm I'm fine with being told I'm shit. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, I kind of get off on it. So please talk down to me. Oh my god, calm down. <laughs> Gotta have a little fun. That being said, um, I think we're good on this one. I think we're about set to table it. What do you think? I did have two more games I want to bring up. Okay, well then before before we cut that off, let's let Aaron do his thing. <laughs> Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out this year. I haven't played the first one. Don't own a Switch. Would love to, though. Yeah, I mean, everybody, Zelda games are always a, a home run out the park. So another Zelda game, it's always something to look forward to. If you don't have Ooh. a Switch, you should get a Switch, because Switches are really nice for playing that those kind of games. Sure. Really, okay. The only time I get Nintendo consoles is literally to get them just to play Zelda and Mario games. Yeah. Whatever the new Zelda or Mario is. Um, that being said, there is one thing I will say with regards to Zelda, and it's nitpicky, and you've heard me say it before, and Aaron's going to give me no end of shit for it, and that's fine. I accept it. But I have four words that are why I haven't played a Zelda game in recent years. Link is left handed. That's it. That's my entire argument. Ever since Zelda on the Wii, they flipped Link to make him right-handed. No, Link has always been left-handed. Why does that matter to me? Because I'm left-handed. So fuck you if you got a problem with it. Link is a lefty, and he should have been left alone. That's fine. So long as it does, it's so long as you're not like saying. I will never play a Zelda game because he's not left-handed anymore. That would blow my mind. (laughs) I haven't. I haven't in part because that bugged me, but more because I don't own the consoles that New Zelda games. I think it's more that. I'm at least for my 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 sanity. I'm just assuming that is because you don't have the consoles, and not that you've decided to not play a game for such a arbitrary reason. I mean, yes, I get some identity there, but it's a game. It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then so the other game is uh, there's a new Vampire the Masquerade game coming out. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That was cool. That looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, for people that don't know, it's a tabletop RPG that has a series of several different games of all kinds of different styles, really. 
And it's based in a universe with where it's modern day and you have vampires and werewolves and all that different jazz. And yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. So at the last one I played Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, I believe. First yeah, that was my that was my first introduction to Vampire the Masquerade as a, as a concept. I thought it looked really cool. Considering this was stuck like the early 2000s, like graphically it was just a mess. But um it did look really interesting and I was really into it. I think it turned out to be like a middling game that didn't get great reviews, but I liked the concept. The universe the the lore that they were they were going across. I didn't know it was a tabletop game until years later, and um, that's something I'd love to sit down and play with you guys, especially since it's a it's a tabletop RPG that's really heavy on the role play, and that interests me. And maybe the, we can start start that up. I know we've been talking about it. Great is like not super important, so it would be interesting. Which, by the way, I just looked it up. There is a whole Reddit thing. Why do people care that Link is left-handed? Because I'm left-handed. That's why I care. I identified with Link because Link was a lefty and it made me feel special. So if you need an answer for that, there's your answer. Wasn't it even that like he could still be left-handed? Well, the thing about that, and this is something that kind of bugs me and is weird to me, because they did it with Twilight Princess. When they ported Twilight Princess over to the Wii, they they flipped the game to make Link right-handed because most people hold a Wiimote in their right hand, which I get. But couldn't they have just flipped Link's model instead of flipping the entire game map? Because that made me trying to play the game on a Wii to help a friend out who was stuck in a spot. I was like, oh yeah, I remember. Now you go here. Only you don't go here. You go to the complete opposite end of the map. Because what used to be here is now over on the opposite side. It, it fucked my whole mojo up. I think and it I was no probably way. a very interesting or a neat way to do a fix that required a lot less effort. To yeah, yeah, it was a simple solution. Like, don't, don't give mean, them too much it's credit. Genius then. It's like, it was, it's like, it's like, so you, someone comes up to you and says, we need to change this and we need to make Link right-handed, so we need to change all the models. And it's like 11th hour at this point, and everyone's freaking out. And then someone comes up and says, Why don't we just flip the entire game? And bam. They could have just flipped Link's model, though. They didn't have to flip the entire game. They could have just flipped Link's model. You can't tell me that's not possible. If they could have done that, they would have. Because that would have been easier, even easier than flipping the entire game. There was probably some kind of uh, restriction involved in that. Well, I'm not a programmer for games. I don't know. I would, I would love to ask somebody in the know on that to see what the, what the reasoning was for it. But all right, I'm in the know. It's it wasn't allowed. You're <laughs> not a game programmer though. You write code for like sorting algorithms and shit, dude. Don't. <laughs> hey, code's I, code. <laughs> I know I give you no end of shit for being a programmer and having an actual career, but like. You're not a games programmer. That's a completely different school of programming than what you do. That is am, true. I, am I inclined to say that you couldn't learn how to program games? No, absolutely not. You absolutely could. You'd, all you would need is, oh, this is the programming language. Okay, cool. We're down. Let's do it. You know? But I don't think it's something you could just learn to do and be like, oh, that's why they did this. So anybody who's listening and happens to be a games programmer of some kind who might have an answer to this question, Drop us a line. I'd love to hear it. So was that, was that your was that your stop? That's your dungeon. 
that's that's yeah i was i was pretty much done i was waiting for right. Aaron to... i mean yeah i just had those yeah. two really were the i mean also there's a new saints row coming out oh. i did see that i did see that i was looking at new game releases for the year and there's a new saints row coming out i'm not super into saints row no, it does I, look I mean, like imagine if they did saints row with multiplayer like they did gta that would be I'm surprised they haven't yet maybe yeah. it'll be this release no that maybe. would be man because I've always felt Saints Row, you know, copied a little bit and tried to compete compete a little bit with GTA, but did some. Oh, different. they absolutely did. Yeah. Um, and so you know, GTA was the first to do the online, and so maybe Saints Row will be next. Follow, try and follow I think, up. I think Saints Row started off as a more colorful GTA, and then as the games went on, and they saw that people that were playing Saints Row were playing it because of the cartoony, crazy aspects, they kind of dialed that up, and it became more weird and more unusual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I the, the the thing I remember most vividly about Saints Row is that there was a bit where in GTA, like the GTA three, I would like shoot at the car. I would climb on top of a car that was driving and had an NPC in it. I'd shoot at the car and then they drive off and then you tried to stay on it for as long as you could. And it was car surfing, basically. Yeah. And then I played Saints Row, and it was an actual mini game in the game. And I'm like, this is this Saints Row just comes up with the things that are crazy in GTA that you do for fun, and they're actually elements of the game in Saints Row. Yeah, they're they're not only there, they're encouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be kind of fun. I will admit, though, there is one thing that GTA took away that I thought was kind of uh, kind of fun. It's not hopping into any of the vehicles and just starting up mini missions for those vehicles. Oh, you mean like you hop into a cab and you can like go pick up fares and stuff? The taxi, the cop ones, the firefighter ones, yeah. Taxi. Dude, being the taxi one was fucking ridiculous. I was just fucking hauling ass everywhere. It was just great. It basically turns GTA into crazy taxi, which yep. Yeah. I did the firefighter one a fair amount. Mike, I hate to tell you, you're going to have to scrub this episode a few times because there have been a couple of weird cuts that need to be made. <laughs> yeah. What? Now watch, I'm going to listen back to this whole thing and it's going to be exactly this. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, just straight up this. Because I, mean, I said something. No, I mean, what, what do you... Well, there have been a couple of times that I, I've tried to cut the episode or whatever and then we've gone off more, so... Yeah, that's fine. I don't know if you're gonna to want to edit that or you know whatever. A lot of them, a lot of them tie in. I mean, it's it's kind of part of the conversation we ran with. Like right now, this little bit I'll probably have to cut out. But okay, this bit at the end. But I, okay, so I think that's it. Does anybody else have anything for the table? There's a few other things that I could I could discuss, but it's not really new game so much. Um, I'm interested in talking about the new update to cyberpunk 2077 i mean if it's new i think we can go go with that i mean it's we could do it's that new ish like it yeah. came out a couple of weeks like a week or so ago uh patch 1.5 basically made it a whole new game you know in a lot of uh a lot of ways they've added new apartments new features rebalanced gunplay you know they so, changed the way perk points work they even renamed an entire skill tree as someone who's completed the game and did a fair amount of the side quests and stuff like that. I mean, not not all of it. The, those games are pretty large, and they got all kinds of stuff. I'd say yeah. maybe 
60% ish of the side quests, maybe 70. Mm. Uh, is it a game it, with this update? Has it changed to the point where I should pick it up and play it again? I think it's a different experience now. I think there are so different. How? Well, the, like I said, combat's been completely rebalanced. So some of the things that worked before aren't going to work as well. Is uh, my certain, certain perks that didn't work at all now are functional and work properly. Is you my know. stealth plus um, hacking strategy not as effective as it was? Um, no, I think it's still effective. Just don't get seen um, because <laughs> combat's been rebalanced. If you get spotted now, you're more likely to get just bodied completely. Yeah, I will so say this change my, my fighting experience for sure. The, the optic camo actually works now, though. Like, it didn't work before. Like, it was passable, only kind of worked, sort of. It actually works now. I've used it. I was playing it earlier. I used it to complete a few missions. So, like, optic camo is, is a, a justifiable answer now in a way that it wasn't before. Huh. You can resell cyberware. You know, they've rebalanced the way cyberware is handed out. So, things are different, and they're different in a way that makes the game interesting to me. And I've tried to replay it a couple of times now. So. Introduce, well, yeah, because you've you played it, replayed it a bunch. So. But I just played it the once, and I, I mean, that was good enough for me. I didn't need to play it anymore after that. Did they introduce new um, new items, new legendaries? Yes, yeah. There are there are new uh, there are new items. There are new legendaries. There are new iconic weapons that you get. Like when you do all the jobs for a fixer, right? So like you have different fixers throughout Night City. Whenever you complete all of their missions, you get a special item for it. Sometimes it's a vehicle. Sometimes it's a weapon. In one case, it's a cyberware upgrade that kind of sucks. But you can't win them all. I mean, better rewards for completing stuff would be nice. There was that yeah. that taxi mission, mm -hmm. that Del something or whatever. What's Delamain, yeah, Delamain. Oh, what the hell? No, that might explain. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back in just a second. But so yeah, there was this Delamain mission. Um, with the completion of the Delamain mission, you got him as a vehicle that you could drive yeah. around, and that was it. I was like, uh, I would have liked if, if the vehicle was special in some way other than just him talking. Well, the thing with that, too, is they've rebalanced Delamain in a sense. He actually talks more now. Why can't mm. They've also changed the way driving functions. So now the cars act a little less ridiculous. And they actually behave better. Yeah, I really tried to avoid driving as much as possible. Yeah, driving has become an enjoyable experience in cyberpunk, in my opinion, now. Mm. Um. Some, well, of the, some of the new vehicles are fun. There's new weapons, like I said. I'm trying out a, a street samurai like melee build now with this particular playthrough of Cyberpunk. You know, I, I wrote that short story. That's basically what I'm doing. Um, and it's it's a different experience. I would say if you're going to try it again, like Aaron, you did like the stealth like Netrunner build or whatever, mm -hmm. try something different. Buy a different build and see how that changes the gameplay experience for you. Maybe so try it on a, a different... I'm going to throw this one out there because you guys know my gameplay style. Mm -hmm. Long range, heavy hits. You'd be running pretty much the same play style I am. Stealth no. runner. I would... Uh, no, in, in, in Mike's case, I would say he's going to run a body sniper rifle build, maybe a tech sniper because they shoot through walls. 
I think that's something he would have a, a good time with. Well, but that's, I mean, that's what I had as a stealth net. I mean, uh, towards the end of the game, the net running got so strong that I never really used the guns. Yeah, no, much, that's, but that's I still the had That's the difference I'm saying. He wouldn't necessarily be running a net runner build. He might use like Sandivistin to, you know, up his reflexes so he can get more shots off before people get to him. I would, mm. That's what I would do. Um, maybe even Netrunner gives you the like Netrunner gives you the ability to like confuse the enemies and you keep them disoriented and then you start picking them off as they're just freaking out. You maybe use one as a distraction, make them go insane and start attacking people. And that then was the version and you shoot them. That was the version I ran was like a Netrunner pistol build that was like, oh, okay. So I'll yeah, use I did more of a long range Netrunner. Although, because like, I mean, even the pistol that I had was like this giant 357 single shot, like super damaged with a scope it's like on it. Comrade's it. hammer, wasn't it? <laughs> it was as far back, you know, it was, it was much of a ranged pistol as you could do for the highest yeah. damage. But I did have a sniper too. And it was one of the ones that allowed you to shoot through walls. It's it's worth checking out, is all I'm going to say. And as far as uh, console builds of the game goes, obviously you're going to want to play it on the newest console you can. But speaking as someone playing it on an Xbox One X, it is stable now. Like, it doesn't crash. You know, I don't see any real gra- graphical glitches or anything like that. It's It's a much more enjoyable game, and the thing that's got me excited about it is this patch is the first one that I've seen where there's actual substantial content changes. What with the rebalancing and all that, and they've added apartments as a feature to Night City now, so your your V can have their own apartment, you know, in several different places in Night City. There's there's like a Japantown apartment or an apartment in the Glen, this big penthouse. You can have a Corpo suite, you know. Or you can live on the outskirts in like a motel in like this really shitty apartment that has like just junk everywhere. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna go for like, it's been it's almost been a, a what, two years or so since I played it, so it's about it's that time to replay it. Fifteen months since the game launched, so a little over a year. And then, um, but I mean, I still feel like it doesn't hold up to the other ideal future no and that's and that's probably always going to be the case because Shadowrun is just awesome Shadowrun is equal parts high fantasy cyberpunk like i kind of like that this delves into the cyberpunk aspects of things but like you know this about me i've already talked about it on the show before cyberpunk is basically up my alley i like this stuff i enjoyed ghost in the shell you know aeon flux was weird but i was interested um, oh, Ghost in the Shell was the one I was going to ask about signal jamming. Do they have signal jamming in Ghost in the Shell? It seems like that would be something that would exist there. Yes, but it's easy enough to get around. Oh, <laughs> because well, because of the fact that so many so many characters in Ghost in the Shell are cyborgs, they all have cyber brains. They just swap over to a different mode. So, different like, if you're if you're like in your base cyber brain mode, they can jam you. But if you switch your cyber brain over to autistic mode, then you can't be jammed. Nice. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. an easy That's... enough fix. Yeah. Yeah. Just switch channels. Why not? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, 
we've covered your your, uh, your your expansion there, John. I would cover D2, but honestly, I don't think any of us have put any time behind D2. I've watched well, a, little, put a little bit into it. I put a little bit into it, but I mean, I finished the campaign. Yeah, mm. probably not enough to put a, a solid, you know, solid decision on how you feel about Step it. Stamp of approval or disapproval. Yeah. And we'll really we'll cover that in a in, in a new in an episode in and of itself because that's going to get its own episode. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, it has to. I'm not going to lie, John. From what I've seen, the weapon builds are fucking crazy. You can mm. you literally choose your weapon loadout now, and the lore. Insane. I mean, if you follow the lore. Well, the lore is always interesting for Destiny. I'll say that. That's the one thing that I do keep an interest in and do want to know more about. Well, we'll definitely cover a lot of the lore. Um, obviously, that episode is going to be like one gigantic spoiler. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll be releasing relatively before, after, and in the middle of the title. Trust it'll be there. Yeah. Okay. But with that being said, I think we're going to table this episode. What do you think, guys? Oh, we're good. Definitely gonna have tables.